I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Hey, what's up, Ben? Hey, Noah. How you doing, man? I'm I'm good. Uh, we're still here on the struggle bus <laughs> 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 that John was talking about. <laughs> it's funny. I, I think I feel like we're not really struggling recently, though. I think we're both in the the era of our business where things are kind of good. They're fun, you know. It's yeah, kind of like yeah. right before you launch. Yeah, it's actually um, feeling pretty good, and still the streak of good weeks is continuing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, I'm sure the we'll continue the struggle bus later. Oh yeah, I think there's just like <laughs> good times and bad times of business. I feel like we're both in the good time because it's like <clears throat> we're both kind of just getting our product out, so there's a lot of optimism, positivity. <laughs> And then, you know, after a while of hitting a wall, then we'll we'll get back on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> we probably jinxed it by just saying that. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but hopefully it's still interesting for everyone, even if we're not just struggling all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's what the people want. <laughs> they want us to struggle. <laughs> oh, I can, talk, I can talk about a bit of the bad feedback I got. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, no, it's, <laughs> well, it wasn't actually that bad. Um, I, uh, I mean, our last update is so long ago that so much has happened in between, I think. Um, I have handed out, I think, eight demo accounts by now. Um, I did nice. three video calls. Um, that, like the first two, they were a little, you know, rough, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> third mm. one was really good. Um. I actually, I didn't, I don't know if I've mentioned that, but I actually connected with some people from the microconf Slack, um, and that's obviously a pretty cool audience to uh, to demo to because they <laughs> they've done them that themselves and they can give you feedback. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I did talk to an investor in between, which was kind of funny, uh, who was who was looking into communities. Um, and most importantly, I did onboard the Mega Maker community just uh, just yesterday, basically. Um, yes. So that it's was the first customer, right? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's we're still trying things, and it's not like anybody's paying anything at this point. But uh, like we're dipping our toes, basically, um, seeing how it goes, um, and if it goes well, uh, I think we'll make the move. And we've been like I've been I've I've tiptoed around mentioning that <laughs> um, a little bit in the, mm-hmm. in the show so far, um, but now people in the community know it anyway, so uh, <laughs> I can as well just say it, I guess. Um, so people people are actually using it <clears throat> in the yes. Mega Maker yeah. group community. Yeah, right. So we we used to be on a discourse forum, and that's why the importer was very handy, obviously. Um, so we could yeah. just port over all the content and people can just sign up again right now. Um, and we've been like, I've been talking to Justin and John, who is the, um, the forum admin over at Mega Maker for, <laughs> for quite a bit already. Um, and now we just put the trigger because I have one and a half week off from my day job so that I can uh, address any bugs that occur. And people, people are actually very quick in that community to give you feedback. <laughs> um, like there's some, some real usage in the forum and, uh, 
I don't know, like 20 minutes in, there were already like 40 signups to the um, to the playgroup version. And um, I mean, yeah. we, t we told them like, don't post anything permanent there maybe because, you know, we might uh, find something really bad and need to roll back to the discourse version. Um, but so far, I think um, it's been mostly positive. Um, one thing that I did forget uh, was to implement uh, forgot your password feature <laughs> and I, <laughs> I have to say I did not expect that to happen um, because mm -hmm. when you when you when you migrate the forum from discourse people sign up with the original email address and can set a new password right so that should actually like you, you're literally setting a new password then so how can you forget yeah. that right that that's what I thought but <laughs> somebody already reached out and was like oh um <laughs> I actually my password manager didn't really save the password and now I don't know what I entered there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it actually happened right away. Um, but I already today um, finished the integration with Postmark to send transactional emails and um, set up the, the whole password reset feature. So this should be good by tomorrow and then we can just test it in production. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so that's also pretty cool because everybody in the Mega Maker group is um, basically building their own things on the side and um, yeah it's like the perfect kind of yeah. group to first kind of try things out yeah like I, I couldn't imagine a better group to be honest because they they just know how to give feedback what to look out for um yeah that's just such a great opportunity <laughs> yeah so a couple of things you said i want to get more info on oh, yeah um so you have a week and a half that you're taking off right now from work yeah, yeah. We actually, um, we had our trip to Mexico planned for this time anyway. Um, so that's obviously mm. not happening. Um, so I still took, it was actually three weeks, should have been three weeks, I think. So I actually took half of that away. Um, just so maybe I can spend it on a real holiday later this year. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Um, mm -hmm. And now I can use that time to focus on, uh, you know, getting people on board and fixing bugs as soon as possible nice that, yeah that works out pretty well um so you're you're doing that and you're doing that right now and then what what did it look like in the mega maker group for you know justin moving these people over was there kind of like a announcement or like what what did that process look like so far we've just uh i mean justin made a post on the slack group basically i think the slack has even more activity than the than the forums right now um so uh yeah that's everything for now i guess and we, we we literally said that you know like be a little bit careful um not to post anything permanent there and um we're considering to move over like it's not a permanent move at this point and then mm -hmm. if if the feedback is positive and people actually like it and there are no major bugs um then uh, in a second step we could just uh direct the custom domain to the playgroup forum and then even those people <laughs> who might not have seen any announcement um, will obviously see that they land on a new page. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, then if, if somebody is kind of confused, then I guess they would probably turn to the Slack forum anyway, or to the, to the Slack workspace and uh, ask what's going on so we could jump in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so do they have the discourse still going or is that like done basically? Uh, no, it's it's or still they going. Still have that as an option. It's still going, and um, there's actually I think there's been some activity today, which is fine. You know, like this is literally just a test balloon right now, and um, 
the, the the final move should happen at a later point i guess right now i'm just looking for feedback um and i've already got some really good good ones like some bugs that i didn't catch initially like the editor had a problem with uh with uploading images like they they did upload but uh it just looked a little messy <laughs> um mm -hmm. and yeah just some some smaller things there was one bug that was uh, only in safari where no comment would actually be rendered because of some weird uh date parsing bug that is present in internet explorer <laughs> and safari and uh i obviously didn't catch that so uh yeah i kind of had to find a workaround um with that uh, but that that wall yeah. fixes that I could deploy the same like within one or two hours after we actually announced it because people were so quick to actually jump on that and uh, provide some initial feedback. That was pretty good. Nice. Well, that's that's super exciting. Um, getting all that feedback and making it better and really moving forward like that. That's that's really helpful for sure. Yeah, that feels like a huge step, and I I just hope that feedback continues to roll in over the over the next days yeah yeah nice so anything else that's been happening over the last couple weeks um i mean i did work on a lot of small things but i don't think we need to go through all of them um <laughs> <clears throat> it's been a lot um i i do have uh <laughs> maybe that's worth mentioning because i don't know how other people handle that that's kind of kind of interesting to me to hear well how you do that maybe um i started a notion doc with all the leads um of, of people and where i know them from and if they actually went on a call or uh, i just handed them out a demo account so what i do right now is basically ask people like would you prefer to look around yourself and i just set you up with a with a demo account or would you prefer a call and it's actually like 50 50 probably people jumping on a call or uh, wanting to go at it themselves and um yeah i just i just thought that it's it might be smart to like keep track who like who you're talking to where you know them from and why they might decide against or you know for using it um yeah so i i don't know like is there do you have a preferred method of doing that <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm kind of doing the same thing. Um, I'm using Notion for pretty much all my notes and stuff. Um, so back when I was doing customer interviews, I would make a Notion doc for each person. Oh, yeah. Um, and just write some notes of kind of what they said, what some of their feedback was in the Notion doc. Um, so I kind of have that to where I can find all the people I've talked to and then, you know, all of them I've kind of emailed them back and forth with. So I don't, it's not super organized where it's like, oh, there's their email. Just like go uh, email them back. It's more like I know their name. I'll search for it in my uh, <laughs> email account, find our conversation there and maybe reply back or reach out again once I'm ready to. And then I have another Notion doc that is like possible leads like possible customers kind of thing like yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah. where it just kind of lists the name of the company most of these i found because i was just you know throughout looking through stuff online found uh companies like oh i'll check them out and then i see that they use intercom because they have the little <laughs> bubble in the corner yeah so it's like oh I'll, I'll hold on to that maybe i'll reach out to them eventually <laughs> and so i'll just kind of make a list of those companies that i've found that use intercom since those are kind of my 
my uh, perfect target customer. Um, <clears throat> so that's pretty much all I've been doing so far. It's it could definitely be more organized, and uh, you know, once once like my main goal is to like reach out and like basically sell it to people like then I think I'll I'll find a little bit more organized um way of doing it where I can just make sure I keep track of everything a little bit more um kind of like you're saying maybe put some notes about like the lead and how it's going with that person yeah yeah um, I mean you're already I think more it's a organized. good idea you're, you're already more organized than I am because I'm just putting them all in the same doc <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah I, guess, cool. um, I guess I'm not the only one, uh, you know, trying to figure out a good way to do that then. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, uh, everyone has to do that some way, I think. Yeah, yeah. So what else have you been up to this week? Well, let's see. So over the last couple of weeks, I've, uh, yeah, it's been good. I've been able to get a lot of the stuff done. I think I mentioned that kind of my main goals was to finish up the support man onboarding. Um, and I was able to do that. So kind of what it looks like is you go through the authentication with Slack and intercom. Um, and then it, you, you, you're, you're then, you know, you have your Slack app at that point. And so the, the website will kind of, this part I don't have done yet. Actually, it will tell you, Hey, uh, Thanks for installing support, man. Go uh, check it out in Slack. Yeah. Um, and so then in Slack, it kind of has a onboarding routine where once that first installing user checks out the app in Slack, it will then send off some messages um, to basically tell them how to use it. And then they can click a button to send like a, an example weekly report from their intercom data. So it kind of shows them trying to like show some value pretty early on of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what support man is. This is what it does. This is what you can expect. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with that, how that kind of turned out. Um, so I finished up that onboarding stuff and then I started working on my landing pages for selling it. Ooh, nice. Um, and so I'm using, and actually it's another indie hacker um, founder that has this uh, website builder called Versaly. Oh yeah. Um, if you've seen that on indie hackers, yeah, he's kind of been pretty involved in the community there. Um, so I just like, you know, I, I want to support another bootstrapper. It looks like it's pretty solid, um, you know, able to get us a, a website up really quick. So I was like, I'm just going to use that. So I've been checking that out and building my landing pages in there and it's been really good. It's, it's, I really like the tool. He's done a great job with it. Um, there are some like features that are not there, like, but the, the nice thing is he's like willing to work with you and his support is really <laughs> good. So like one of the things I have this, uh, kind of like Superman font that I want to use <laughs> <laughs> for support man. Um, but of course it does do. versatile <laughs> doesn't allow you to, um, have like custom fonts, but I just reach out to him and he's like, yeah, you can, uh, you can upload it or you can just send it to me and I'll just add it for you. Oh, um, sweet. So yeah. So things like that are good. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I, I've worked on the copy, um, for the website 
that I want and uh, spent a good amount of time with that because that definitely that's probably the hardest part for sure is just <laughs> you know saying things in the right way. Um, so I was I was uh, let's see. Um, I was gonna look pick this up here. So yeah, I, I made kind of a doc on Notion for making value propositions. Oh yeah. Um, for just like kind of like almost a systematic approach to making good value propositions for your business. And so I kind of um, took some things from some blog posts that I read and then kind of made my own little kind of system off of that in Notion um, and made like six value props um, for support man. And so I think that worked pretty well. Kind of the, the main kind of the main way I looked at it was start out with something that the my potential customers are using now so like what are what are their current options mm, um, yeah like instead of support man and then basically have a write down reasons for why that option isn't as good as support man so you're kind of then creating your value propositions out of that like what is support man better than the alternative? Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes what sense. qualities does it have? Um, what benefits? And, um, those are kind of the propositions hopefully that, you know, my potential customers will understand cause they're like, Oh, this is, this is how I do it. Or this is my current way of doing it. And, Oh, that sounds a lot better. Um, how you're describing support man. So that's, that's kind of the goal with it. Um, <clears throat> So I, I went through that process um, and then the the other step that I found someone said was a good way to kind of make the kind of like the following paragraph um, from your value propositions on the landing page is what concerns will customers have about the value propositions that you laid out? Yeah, um, yeah. And if you can if you can then talk about those concerns and say why they shouldn't be a concern. Um, that's kind of like the next step. Um, yeah, like you're already anticipating the first pushback that they might have, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah, that's that's kind of been my approach to it. And um, I, I still need to, I'm actually going to have my wife help me <laughs> um, kind of uh, do some of the grammar and just make sure all of my sentences sound really good because she's <laughs> way better at that than me. So it's really good to have her around. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna gonna kind of finish and polish up those. Um, but my main headline right now is just intercom metrics and ratings in Slack. Yeah, um, that, that's pretty much on point, right? <laughs> like it doesn't get I any shorter so. than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think hopefully that makes makes it be a lot of sense what it is. Um, and and the kind of the interesting thing is like, you know, my my kind of goal, like where I see support man being later is probably a lot more than that. You know, adding features that really help the communication aspect between support teams. Yeah, but yeah. my MVP doesn't really have any of that. So yeah, I was kind of thinking like, okay, do I do I try to cast my landing page towards what support man's going to be or what I'm working on it mm, to be, yeah, or I should I just make it, should I pitch it to be basically what it is right now? Yeah. 
So um, maybe I, I have some thoughts on that <laughs> because I'm yeah, actually okay. a little jealous that you can define your um, your target customers so so well because that's where I'm struggling mm -hmm. with right now. And I think that for you, it's like teams using intercom. Um, and that's already like, that's, <laughs> that's already so, so good to know. Um, like it's such a small yeah. target basically. Like it's not that small, obviously, but like, it's a very defined target. Let's, let's put it that way. Um, yeah. And yeah, that, that just makes it way, way easier to, I think, point out your USP, like what's, what's the best part about, uh, about your product. And, um, I, you know, if, if I think about playgroup for a second, um, I, I don't even know like who is actually my, my target audience. Like who are they really? Like, is it companies, is it companies starting out and do I want to grow my forum mm -hmm. software with, with their forum maybe that they want to start right now? Or is it even private people? Like, am I selling to like, is it B2C that I'm doing? Um, because there are private, yeah. like cross creators, I don't know, maybe they're also B2B because it's kind of their business, but you know, it's not like a, like a corporation, like multiple people involved maybe because it's just the cross creator themselves. And so this is very hard to, to nail down, um, or to, to point out where uh, Playgroup is really strong. I obviously can also like compare it to Discourse, um, mm -hmm. but that just feels very, like that's a very general description that I would be putting up then. And so I'm <laughs> so I'm kind of trying to figure out, that's also what I'm asking all the people um, that have talked to me so far, what they would use it for. But yeah, I think that's like there. That's a point where you're in a way better position because you can just, and that's what I would probably do right now, is just uh, just put on the page what it does right now. Um, but also have like yeah. maybe put that in a like in a roadmap or something like where you where you see it in like a year from now. Um, and that just adds value like to the right people, right? If like if they're using Intercom now, um, but they can also appreciate the the new things he will add over the next twelve months. That's even better. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I've looked at it too, is like right now, hopefully what I've built, the MVP has some value to specific people, specific teams. And I think those are the same kind of teams, you know, support teams that the things I plan on building out will continue to be helpful yeah, to. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, might as well just pitch what I have right now. Try to try to get people to buy and, you know, be willing to pay for what I have right now. And yeah, in some ways there's no way, reason to pitch something I don't have yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what but, I'm uh, doing as well. Like everybody I'm talking to who gets a demo account or hops on a call with me, I'm basically saying, hey, this is like, you know, you can get more sophisticated forum software elsewhere. Um, but, mm -hmm. but I really nailed down the core. I got that, like trying to, to basically point out what's really good about it right now. Like the, let's say the mobile version is very good. Um, uh -huh. and then also trying to pitch them a little bit on what, what I have planned for the future. And most people seem to appreciate that. Like they, they, <laughs> like they know what they're getting into. Right. <laughs> right. So I was wondering with, so with the people you have talked to, have you been able, like, does it seem like they're all kind of different kind of users like they're different kind of groups like have you been able to kind of nail down anything with like oh these seem to be the kind of people that are most interested in this or is it kind <laughs> of like you're saying where are they really all over the place 
it is literally all over the place. I have <laughs> I have no idea. So I have talked to somebody who wants to start a community around house plants. <laughs> house plants? Yeah, house plants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I have talked about um, people or with people uh, looking for something like a customer success forum. So they they basically are building a product and they have a community running already. I think it was on Discourse, and they're looking to get away from that. And so they um, they kind of need that public facing support forum. Um, I've also talked to a couple who, um, <laughs> they are actually pretty, pretty deep in the um, community space. And they are actually look, they have already looked at almost all the alternatives out there. And they're looking for oh, a wow. very certain or special um, kind of way to organize your forum. Um, and yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's literally been everything from companies to private people to one course creator. <laughs> and so I have no idea which, uh, which direction I should like, or wh which group I should focus on basically. Um, yeah. Hmm. And so with Mega Maker, mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know where to categorize that. <laughs> like, it's not really. I mean, Justin is not a course creator. Um, hmm. Right. It's just a paid. I mean, I guess that's like, kind of that would be kind of a similar user. You know, basically anyone that's kind of, I guess, an influencer. You know, it could be a teacher. It could be. I don't know. Someone. I'm, I'm sure there's other people on Twitter that are kind of influencers yes. like that that yeah. have a community around I them kinda, for um, me i kind of came up with the category like content creators that's like the best i can phrase it i don't know if that's if that yeah. makes sense yeah and i could see that being kind of a good spot for you to go with you know not only because you kind of already working with Mega maker but um you know those are typically it's a one person that you can work closely with where um, you know, it's, it's just easier to work with someone like that, where it's, it's one person that they know what they want. You're not having to work with a, a big company or someone there. You're, there's multiple people to talk to. Um, so I could, I, and, and maybe their needs would be a little bit smaller. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I mean, it seems like a pretty good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so m what I'm thinking is those content creators, I also think that's a very good starting point and also companies that like not fortune 500 companies but smaller companies um mm -hmm. maybe even those just starting out and who like product companies is what looks very interesting to me who want to build a community around their product and who maybe just start building that community that seems pretty interesting um also because i think that those other people i can reach <laughs> um yeah yeah I'm not so much afraid that it couldn't like playgroup couldn't handle the load of like bigger forums or bigger traffic or whatever. I think that's actually not the the biggest problem, but as you as you said that it's it's just easier if there are not so many decision makers involved. <laughs> right, right. Definitely. Nice. Well, I mean, I think you'll figure out, you know, as things go along, you'll you'll find things that work with specific users and then at that point you can kind of go out and get more of those hopefully um 
Yeah. So I don't think you're that far off or behind from where I'm at. Like you'll just have to get a couple users and and understand them, their needs, and then you can maybe uh, pitch more directly to those kind of people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I'm I'm just I think it was a good step to not let the sign up open because that way I get to talk to all the people <laughs> who want to get in and I can just directly ask them uh you know what their use case is. Um Yeah, yeah. So that was a good idea, I think. Definitely. Yeah, so uh with my landing pages, it's it's really going to be pretty simple for kind of this first version. There's really just the main page. Um And then there's going to be a pricing page and I think that will pretty much be it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't seem like when you're pitching something early that, you know, I don't understand completely myself because I don't have any users yet. Like it doesn't seem like there, I should spend too much time like making a beautiful website, uh, pitching something that could change. Um, so that's how I'm kind of doing that. And uh, so yeah, I'm really close to being done with the landing page. Um, and then on the same time, I've kind of like been prepping um, some of the uh, things that you have to do on both Intercom and Slack just to be able to submit the app. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> so I'm kind of filling out that info that mostly is pretty similar to the landing page. That's kind of why I wanted to do that first so that I could basically take some stuff there because you know slack and intercom both have app marketplaces where basically you have kind of like a landing page on their marketplace yeah yeah so kind of some of the same you know same value propositions will be used and same information kind of describing how they use it um i'll put over there and uh then you know on intercom i ran into oh they need me to have a uh privacy policy and terms and conditions <laughs> page. Yep. yep. <laughs> so uh, I was like, oh man, I, I need to get this. <laughs> so I found, I found a uh, SAS that <clears throat> basically generates those two pages for you. You just kind of like fill out these forms of like what data you're using, how you're, how your uh, product works with your users, privacy stuff, terms, and then um, <clears throat> it generates both of those for you. <laughs> um, so that was pretty nice. I was able to do that pretty quickly. Um, I think I spent like $20 on that to get those two two forms, put that up on the website. <clears throat> so that was actually, I think, the first thing I've had to pay for <laughs> for support, man pretty sure that's my first thing i've been trying to like push my costs off like push anything that i have to oh yeah buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah me too um, actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like you might as well wait as long as you can to pay yeah. for things um i even versely i th- versely has like a free tier which i'm using right now just to build it once i make the website live i think it's gonna be i forget it's either like seven or ten dollars ten dollars mm-hmm. a month maybe so it's not too too expensive. Um, but yeah, I haven't really paid for anything yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got those, those pages, which was good. Um, and then I've started to move all my stuff to production. So for now, like Support Man has completely, I've just been running it locally, you know, while developing it. <clears throat> um, and so... I'm using Heroku now, which I've not used Heroku yet, but 
Um, I did some research and it just seems like everyone has great things to say about Heroku mm. um, and just how it, it really takes a lot of the burden and work, I guess, for, you know, server side stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I've been using that, kind of learned how to use it and also deployed support man to production with it. And um, that works really well. I'm really happy with it. I really like the simplicity um, and just the process of how you deploy it and things like that. Um, I got my production database up, which I'm using MongoDB Atlas, it's called, um, just for MongoDB, and that connects to Heroku. Um, so, yeah, I got that set up. Um, so, yeah, I really did get a lot of stuff it's it's funny there's there's so many things <laughs> you have to do just to launch something like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like you know you have the product the app or whatever working locally but then to really get out there there's so many other <laughs> little steps you know I, I had to update all my slack and intercom like endpoints that they're you know directing uh webhooks to and stuff mm, yeah um one of the things i'm gonna have to figure out that is really kind of annoying with both intercom and slack maybe you've seen this with slack it doesn't seem like there's a great way to have like a a staged like development version and production version yeah. for you know just the different web hooks and apis and stuff on slack or especially intercom intercom's even worse like it almost <laughs> seems like you have to just create a second app or something after the fact that is your like development app <laughs> yeah that's actually what i was planning to do because I also didn't like for Slack, at least I did not find a good way to do that. So I was like, I'll just create a second app, and you know, well, I don't, I don't even care because I don't have to go through the approval process with that one then, and I'll just, you know, I'll just port over the changes right. to the real version then and be done with it. <laughs> yeah, it's just not real smooth, and no, not at all. <laughs> for me, that's a little bit annoying because you know my product is very base built on top of those two so i'm always going to have to be doing a lot of testing yeah. and development right on those two platforms um so I'll, I'll have to figure out a really slick way to make that work well um but i haven't done that yet i, I won't work on that until i've launched <laughs> um <laughs> no i mean it's so, it's the way i do it as well you know i'm still like going through ssh and doing a good pull on the live server right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there is no pipeline there's no magic that it's just going in there and pulling no magic <laughs> uh yeah so kind of getting all the production stuff ready and um yeah really to kind of the final steps kind of the last things i have to do you know, obviously finish up some of the polishing of the copywriting on the landing page, push that out to be live, probably get some feedback on that before I kind of move forward. Um, and then really I need to do some kind of testing, kind of once I have everything on production on Heroku, um, I actually need to probably buy an intercom account um, <laughs> because, which is another annoying thing. There's like certain parts of <laughs> intercom that I can't really test without actually having a paid account where mm. I can use the specific features and functionality. Um, so like up to this point, I've just kind of like been testing some intercom endpoints 
with data that I think is what they're <laughs> based on their documentation. I think that's the data that I'm going to get from those webhooks and stuff, but I haven't actually <laughs> tested that on a real live account. Um, so I'll have to, you know, get my own account, test through all those things, make sure everything works. And, uh, at the same time, actually submit the Slack app and intercom app. And, uh, shortly after that, I mean, pretty much be ready to launch it. So I'm getting close. I'm getting very close, which feels really good. (laughs) Um, yeah, hopefully probably I would guess two weeks kind of depends on how long it takes for the Slack and intercom uh, (laughs) reviews. Um, but yeah, it should be really soon. And then I should be kind of pushing it out support man launching it, which will be fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Excited about that. (laughs) So uh, I have one more thing that I wanted to mention because it was like it was a final struggle that not many people will see or appreciate. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I actually had some uh, or an interesting situation that could happen when you set up a custom domain with for your playgroup. Because right now what you Mm. have to do is you have to set up a C name in your DNS record that then points to playgroup.community and then you're done. Like that's all you have to do. Um, But what could happen is that if you you did not set the DNS record yet, but you pointed your your playgroup community to, let's say, community.productjourney.fm, it would still write that and then you would basically be locked out of your community for good (laughs) because it's not reachable anymore right because the dns is not set yet and so you can't change it back and you're yeah well you're screwed (laughs) um (laughs) yeah so i i kind of did that by accident and then i realized oh man that's (laughs) that should not happen right um so i actually had to implement um and that's pretty cool because it was very easy to do um so right now when you when you want to change your custom domain or you want to implement a custom domain for your community, it will then go and check your DNS records. And um, if there is no CNAME, it can actually tell you, hey, there is no CNAME at all. And if it's the wrong CNAME, it can even tell you, hey, you like you don't have to add the HTTPS or whatever. Um, and then if it's correctly set up, it will just be like, yep, looks good. And I'll set it up and redirect you to the new domain. <laughs> but that was like, it was such a bad situation because you could literally lock yourself out. And, uh, yeah, I didn't even see that when I, when I first coded that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you, it has a pretty easy, intuitive, um, way of doing it now. Yeah. You kind of just tried. handle it for them. <laughs> That's good though. I think it's also because nice. I don't because I don't know who who in the end will be the people like setting up that custom domain. Like, are they very technical? Or are they not? So that's why I tried to be, you know, as detailed about it as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I I could see you having both kind of users. Really, you know, some people that are technical, some that aren't. So yeah, yeah. Making it easy is probably a smart move. Yep, sounds sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything else to to talk about or report? I mean, we went through a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. We should give our listeners a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, thanks for listening, listeners. Um, 
say if you could, uh, we'd appreciate you to give a review on the podcast listener that you're listening to that would help us out and uh, reach out to us on Twitter and let us know um, any questions you have or thoughts you have about the podcast. We definitely appreciate that um, communication with you guys. Um, but yeah, this has been fun. Um, well, I guess we will uh, see you in another episode. Talk next week. Bye. Bye.